Hello, you lovely listeners, and welcome back to Talking Shit with a Yank and a Brit. That was a great opening. I loved it. Oh, thank you. I thought I'd greet our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's welcome our newest listeners. Um, I I recently learned that we have, you know, former President Obama as a fan and Prince Harry and Meghan are now listening, and Madonna. Who else? They will not leave my DMs alone. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's just stop being so thirsty. We'll have you on sometime after a very rigorous audition process. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, after our last guest. Exactly. I I mean, we can't top that. You know, it's. Yeah. I think we should actually just be done now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we cannot beat that. Uh, But no, I think hitting that milestone was was pretty fun having a guest. We hope to do that more in the future. Mm. So if you'd like to send your application forms to talk shit to us at (laughs) gmail.com. Getting it. I don't know why. <laughs> or reach out to us on social media at um, TSYB pod. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look at my keyboard. <laughs> like, what Just is that? Figure what is it? Yeah. <laughs> Words are hard. Words are hard. Um, did you have a nice break? Yeah. Went to a festival and partied like an animal. So jealous, um, mostly because I just want to really see weird. what that looks like for you. <laughs> just wa- I'm just gonna watch. Is that weird? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm a little so bit weird. of voyeurism going on there. Okay, <laughs> hey, sorry. <laughs> no, it was really good. I was quite nervous about it because I'm old now and camping and drinking mm-hmm. for three days um, mm-hmm. felt like a lot. But actually, when you get in the spirit of it and when you're there, it's kind of good. So you hung in there? Hung in there like a trooper. Did like about a million steps over the weekend. Nice. Um, ate loads of food, drank lots of cider, listened to lots of cool bands, and uh, had a lovely time. Really? Any advice to people who are of a certain age who might be interested in doing something like that someday, but are a little concerned about their ability to hang in there. I'm asking for a friend, not me. I'm very cool and can do stuff like that with ease. (laughs) Um, I would suggest class A drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not water, not vitamins, Mm -mm. not, you know, having a comfy pillow. (laughs) No, I think you you kind of get into a routine, so you feel like it's just going to be like constant all the time. <laughs> all day. But yeah. this was quite a wellness festival as well, so oh. I could do like yoga and breath work in the daytime, and they had a little uh, like hot tub and sauna area. I didn't Holy use shit, that you would do a spa weekend. Pretty much, yeah, in the woods. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> but you fun. Sort of, it was it was really nice because you sort of wake up in the morning and one day, to be honest, was really shit weather, like real bad winds. 
and mm-hmm. rain and part of my tent collapsed. No. Um, Sounds like Glastonbury based on what I've heard. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Um, but as long as you're like packed for all eventualities, like I had a decent pair of boots that I wore the mm-hmm. whole time. Mm-hmm. So my feet were fine. I had a raincoat and I even brought waterproof trousers to go over the top. So I was absolutely fine. I looked like a fisherman, but... <laughs> that was the vibe you were going for though. Yeah. Fisherman this, chic. This week's... Uh, this year's trend I think yeah stepping Um, away from 90s gear going into you know fisherman chic Ernest Hemingway vibes (laughs) (laughs) but yeah you get into a routine so you get up and you can chill out for most of the day and have some breakfast go and get some food and like in this case do some yoga and Mm -hmm. mooch about a bit um and then you sort of prepare yourself to, right, okay, I'm going to have another drink. Mm-hmm. Ready and for it. the drinking starts again. Yep. And then you party again. And then you mm-hmm. dance again. And then you do it all again the following day. It was really good, but I was exhausted for about four days afterwards. So. Which would explain why I didn't hear from you for <laughs> seven years. And I was like, Gemma hates me. <laughs> because that is... Your go to red flag, yes, is <laughs> everyone hates me all of a sudden. No, just kidding. I knew you were busy, but as you noted when we were chatting before starting this recording, it feels like we haven't talked in a while. <laughs> I know. I was talking to you so long. Where have you been? Actually, where have I just been? Here, waiting, waiting, waiting for you. <laughs> just sat here for the last week, just right checking here. your phone every, every minute. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, well, that's good. That's not, I mean, I saw some of the pictures you posted. It looked fun. It would be something that I would have wanted to do. Sean and I have talked about going to Glastonbury mm. over the years, but as time has gone on, I'm like, I'm I'm too old for that shit now. Yeah. I met some friends at this festival who they go to Glastonbury every year. And it like... I really want to go because it sounds and looks amazing, and it's oh, like you've this never whole gone. experience. I've never gone, no. Mm. Mm. Um, and yeah, they, what they say is like it sounds incredible, but they're also saying like it's a whole different thing. Like mm-hmm. it's intense. Do you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. not just a three day thing. It's it's like a week, a isn't week it? long thing, and. Yeah. You know, it's not a case like this was quite a small local festival. So it was a case of walking from your car 10 minutes to the campsite. And then the festival was literally just a short walk from the campsite. Whereas Glastonbury, Mm -hmm. you have to walk for like two hours to find your camping spot in a sea of tents. Yeah. You're probably never going to find again. And then it's like a whole fucking town, Glastonbury. Yeah. Yeah. So it just takes forever to get anywhere and to do anything and it sounds very tiring there's things about it that sound really fun in addition to just like the music but the I think the thing that puts me off in addition to just like camping that entire time and probably the toilet situation mm-hmm. is the the sheer amount of people yeah that I, I think maybe makes me a little anxious yeah, same. It, apparently it's like so different to other festivals in that there is never any fighting or bad vibes. Like 
nothing That's bad good. ever happens because it is just such a feel-good place, which is great. Are we sure that's not because of the Class A drugs or? Well, <laughs> might have something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, that's funny though. Um, well, I suppose as far as other updates go, not a lot new on my end. I just have been doing my normal life stuff, which is pretty boring. Yeah. But it's been good. Nothing to complain about, I guess. Lucy got yeah. her feeding tube out, which. Yay. N- no one probably knew that she had that, but. I knew. If you well, you knew, right? And <laughs> you probably couldn't tell just from hearing her on the last episode. She, you know, made a guest appearance. Um, and she actually was our, like, preferred guest, but she declined. Mm. Um, she She's was busy. busy. Yeah. But her meow has changed, I think, since. Oh, really? It just, like, and I, maybe it's because of the thing, you know, just kind of going yeah. into her neck and, but whatever. She finally got it out, though, and we're happy about that. But she's basically got, like, it looks like she got shot in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> have you accidentally put your finger in it yet? I have not been very careful about that. Um, and it's, I think it's kind of fully healed now, too. But now yeah. is the matter of kind of, like, cleaning some of the gunk around it which is really gross to say and i'm sorry for everyone listening right now (laughs) sorry if you're eating yep um so that's good news i got some updates from my mom following the discussion of squirrels i think two episodes ago right yeah say more um so she it kind of, I think, unbeknownst to me when we were talking about that, all of her squirrel troubles, as you guys have heard, she has started catching them. And oh, I no. think she's up to like five or six now. Humanely uh, or? Yes, yes. Like the trap is humane. Um, and she goes and releases them in like this kind of big park area that's, you know, a ways from her house so they can't make their way back. But she's, mm. I, I think she's it's like now her obsession because at some point she's like, Oh, you know, we, I caught one, I caught the one and I went and released. It. And then she's like, number two, number three, number four, I've got five. And I'm like, mom, leave the squirrels alone. And she's all like, Oh, you like squirrels now? All of this. <laughs> I go, I'm, I'm not sure I do, but now I'm starting to feel a little bad for him. <laughs> Stop rehoming all these squirrels. <laughs> pretty much. I was like, maybe there's some, maybe you need them. They're, they're contributing something to the yeah. environment. Maybe. I don't know. But she's just like, she's described watching them be really smart about the trap and not I smart really enough. Did. They, she eventually catches them, but she'll see them kind of like, like keep their foot kind of out of the cage while they're reaching in to get the food that she's put in there and man- managing to get it. But then eventually they're, you know, still very dumb and get caught. But I'm imagining your mom in like full camo yep. with like bushing in her hair. Some <laughs> pair of binoculars. binoculars. <laughs> Absolutely. Just waiting, waiting yeah. for them. Yep. Amazing. She caught a dove Ooh. accidentally. <laughs> And she's like, oh, I got one, went out, it's a fucking dove. And she's like, okay, I'll let you out. And I was all upset. But she says that the squirrels are pretty pissed when she's releasing them into the wild. I can imagine, yeah. Probably <laughs> she's pretty pictures. And I'm like, that one's cute. She's and she's like, these are the mean them. ones. Exactly. She's deporting them. <laughs> anyway, mom, let me know how, what number you're up to when you hear this. <laughs> It's official, guys. Kate loves squirrels now. I'm now pro-squirrel, so. <laughs> yep. 
Right. But that's the basic update that I have. Um, any any on your end? Mm, not really, no. Nothing else to report. But I do have something that I want to bring up with you, Are young lady. Are we in a fight? <laughs> we might be after this. <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> um, Something I've been meaning to speak to you about for a long time um mm-hmm. and it recently came to my attention whilst i was reinformed of it whilst watching an, an instagram clip so here in the uk and i believe pretty much everywhere else in the world oh shit we do we write our date day month year oh my god but Americans do month, day, year. And I understand why, because you say, like, June 13th. July. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it just makes so much more sense to do the smallest, medium, biggest value of time. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Is that the basis for why you guys do that? Because let me say, I'm glad you brought this up. Because when I first encountered that, I was like, what the fuck? And maybe like you said, it makes sense because of how you guys will say, you'll say 13th June, right? Mm, 13th but of June, yeah. It's, it, it, I, I don't have any other words for it other than I was just so confused because uh, when there's dates that, like 25th June 87, right? That's my birthday. So it's written 25 slash 06 slash 87. I like, I was like, there's no 25th month. I had to like actively switch my brain to recognize what I was looking at. And it just, other than the fact that this is just how we do it and how I was raised, I I don't have any, I don't, I can't, I think justify it, but it just was really hard and confusing. And I, if everything feels arbitrary, like it feels arbitrary to do it either way, but Mm -hmm. I just think it's so bizarre that you guys do it the other way. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I think it's weird that you do it the other way. <laughs> Who's and it's right really here? confusing, like when like American bands post like like tour dates, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What do you mean? Is it the fifth of June or is it?" The the sixth of, of May. That took a long time <laughs> to work. But do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think those instances where it like basically zero through twelve, right? Could it could go either way? And so you have to sit there and like, what am I looking at? Who's posting this date? Um, what like country is it derived from in order to fully identify the dates? Like when we got wedding invites from folks over there. I had to be like, so, Sean, which one, which day is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so did you have to, I guess you had to do like different invites for your US guests and the UK. Do we even get an invite, actually? I don't think no, we, we just told you. No. <laughs> when it was. Because <laughs> it was too complicated. <laughs> yep. Just didn't want to confuse anyone. So <laughs> didn't want you guys coming over on February 1st. <laughs> I suppose you could have written it in words. And then it would have been yeah, fine. Yeah, oh, that's true. No one would it have been. It would have been. So if we wrote 05, 
what when did we get married? <laughs> When's Keith's it was second <laughs> of May. Okay. So if we had wrote oh five, oh two, you guys would have thought it was February fifth. Yeah. It would have been like, what a shit time to get married. Day after my birthday. <laughs> Fuck off. Well, it was gonna either be that or Keith's, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the weather's better in May, so I can understand why you went with that. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think we, instead of we just told you guys when it was though, so <laughs> didn't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, a, a. I wonder if there is like if we did any research for this podcast whatsoever, there might be some rationale behind either way to write it that maybe makes sense. But I'm inclined to think that you guys are wrong and we're right. <laughs> I'm looking at it. Good. Tell me what you see and be honest. One of the hypotheses is that the United States borrowed the way it was written from the United Kingdom who used it before the 20th century and then later changed it to match Europe. Oh, American so you guys colonists. were like us. Yeah. <laughs> American colonists liked their original format and it's been that way ever since. That was one of the reasons they left, I think, was because the king decided to switch the way you guys wrote dates and they're like this nope. is an abomination we're <laughs> leaving goodbye this is a deal breaker that we cannot stand for <laughs> i will not put up with this we're going, going to, to war yep going to the new world so we can be free to write our dates the right way the way god <laughs> intended <laughs> Uh, it seems like it'd be something that's stupid, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, probably. Interesting. Okay, mm. so you guys wanted to be more like Europe instead of, you know, being cool, the cool original yeah. country, the cool country. <laughs> Australia write it the same as well. Europe write the same as us as well. So. Yeah, because you switched to how Europe was doing it. <laughs> yeah, but they're so cultured and interesting. What so. is culture and interesting anyways? That feels subjective. <laughs> you might think Europe's interesting, but you know what I think is interesting? What? Big statues carved out of butter. <laughs> and corn dogs. <laughs> and NASCAR. I think that's interesting mm, in culture. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting a real insight into... <laughs> Your underlying personality. <laughs> I'm just kidding. None of those things interest me at all. <laughs> I mean, butter sculptures are kind of cool, but just because anything um, that I think I is really interesting. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, we've never talked about this? No. It is a hallmark of particularly the Iowa State Fair where they typically will carve things out of butter usually there's a giant like a life-size cow <laughs> and they will do like a celebrity or some sort of thing that's kind of current to the year that but yeah butter Wh carving when's, when's the state fair is it in a cold month because no they have to keep it in freezers though it's always in this it's probably this month or next month to be honest <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm gonna have a fair in the middle of summer it's mm -hmm. 30 degrees yep and uh we're gonna make a statue of butter and they give out toast for you to just go like wipe across oh, it. That'd be awesome. That's 
crumb it. Uh. Yep, just just wipe across it and you know get your butter your bread, baby, and then <laughs> until it's gone, and then you know the fair's over once it's gone. That's how it works. Ah, uh, right. Cool. <laughs> I'm glad I know that for when I come over to one. I'll take you sometime. Although there's this whole beef with. Iowa and Minnesota about who has like the better fair and I you know being a former kind of Iowan I would say I, I, I prefer Minnesota's fair um it's a lot bigger and a lot more stuff um and I don't know if Minnesota does better sculptures to be honest I don't believe you think that Minnesota's is butter <laughs> Iowa. God, that kills me that I laughed at that <laughs> damn it Oh, nice pun, Dad. <laughs> um, well, I think I feel vindicated in this date writing discussion because you guys were the ones who caved and changed to the wrong way. That's true. And to be me. honest, I didn't know that fact until I Googled it and I'm a bit disgusted. <laughs> so I think if you want to, you know, fit in with the cool kids, you need to start writing your dates the other way and just confuse everybody around you. <laughs> Like, we're having a party, send the date, people show up at the totally like, no, wrong you're day. you're completely wrong. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. It's also really annoying um, when I'm, like, working on an Excel sheet and I don't realise that it's set to American stuff. And then I write the date and then it automatically changes it. So unless it's obviously, like... Uh, the 13th and onward mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it automatically changes and then I'm like no all the dates are messed up and I have to it's really annoying so your software that you use Microsoft which is I think pretty universal but mm. probably developed I you know developed in America I guess um it automatically sets it to American standard stuff Often, even yeah. if you had your time zone like if you were in the UK you would think that it would adjust but just Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, you guys are so oppressed. I know. Forcing all your (laughs) date rules on us. (laughs) Uh, Well, and, you know, you're a cack hand, too, and you are just living in a right-handed world. So you're just constantly getting, like, oppressed in a way, I suppose. (laughs) I'm such a minority. (laughs) A woman. I'm a woman. A lefty. Left-handed. You United Kingdom resident. Yeah. <laughs> and everything's forced upon you <laughs> to conform to right-handed male American dominated society. <laughs> now people are trying to make women equal, which means I have to work and it's not <laughs> fair. <laughs> oh god, there is like a a woman here who's trying to get some notoriety by being like women shouldn't vote we shouldn't have jobs i need to like men should be the ones making decisions and i'm just like girl what are you doing <laughs> just <laughs> like please fuck off <laughs> yeah you're clearly doing this to like get some sort of fame here mm. and i just she's her name's pearl something and she just her face is so too there's a woman like this in the UK called um, Katie Hopkins. I don't know if you've heard of her. Actually, mm-hmm. this may lead on to the next thing we want to talk about. Oh, she yeah. just purposely talks about um, controversial s- subjects, basically. Um, and I'm pretty sure she does it just to get mm-hmm. attention and a rise. 
but she went on one of our like daytime morning breakfast shows yeah. mm-hmm. was doing this segment with the the hosts of the show about how she hates it when people name their children after places such as <laughs> Paris and Brooklyn. Um, Le- like less, less Esther. Less Esther. Um, and then one of the hosts turns around and says, um, sorry, Katie, isn't your daughter called India? <laughs> oh, no shit. She's like, yes, but that's a pretty name. It's completely different. You know, it's not like calling my child Brooklyn or New York or... <laughs> well no it's exactly the same actually i think you'll find uh yeah i think the fact that you're differentiating between something that you find pretty and don't find pretty pretty much is about you then lady that's yeah. so funny i'm so glad they called her out on that <laughs> yeah it's fucking great i'll send you the clip of it i think it's actually Katie hopkins hmm. she's a knobhead oh great so whilst we're on the subject of <laughs> <laughs> Names. <laughs> Names of places in England. Um, I'm sure you've probably realised, but there's quite a few uh, rude names for places mm-hmm. or just amusing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have many a picture of a sign or posing next to like a, a street <laughs> placard because you guys have them on walls too, not just like road signs. Yeah. And my, I think it's when Lauren and I were in Lewis and we found Cockshut Road. (laughs) (laughs) It was a great one. I loved it. (laughs) I saw Cripple Lane earlier. When I was driving. Fucking offensive. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny though, like that clip you sent me of, you know, the train the announcer announcing the train stops and it was like kind of started with the real names which are ridiculous <laughs> enough but them going on to like obviously fake ones but clearly still like you it's highly possible that there are names like that oh yeah in the uk yeah yeah <laughs> you can actually go on tours around the uk to all the terrible name places that we have such as twat <laughs> um, <laughs> scratchy bottom what? Oh yeah, I live. I you know, I was born and raised in Scratchy Bottom, right next to Arse Hill. Yeah, there's a genuine place called Knobend. Um, Cockermouth. Wait, say, spell that for me. What Cockermouth? Yeah. C O C K E R M O U T H. Oh, straight up, just Cockermouth. Okay, yeah, Cockermouth. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why? Um, I I don't know. Uh, Bellend. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'll meet you down on Bellend. Yeah. I, and they, like, these names are old, right? It's not like they, yeah. you guys just started naming things <laughs> yeah, to be funny yeah. now. Like, these are really fucking old names. Yeah. And, and I guess they didn't mean what they mean today. Or maybe they did, they? and they were just really funny. Is that what it, like, you guys had a dirty sense of humor back in the 1800s, 1700s? That's all we had when we were peasants. (laughs) I mean, I think one thing we've really kind of, uh, were able to agree on is that you guys are not prudes about things, 
Mm. Hence, you know, Naked Attraction or whatever that show was. And (laughs) just like the general casual nudity and sex that you guys can just see on, you know, basically children's TV. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas here we're like, oh, my God, you can't even say damn. (laughs) (laughs) Like you you can watch Mean Girls and – yep. Like or they'll dub over. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> just so, like someone's wearing a bikini and they'll just like blur the top part or something. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to think of what some of my favorite ones were. I mean, I'll I will say that my attempts to pronounce things like Lester. <laughs> well done. And Crobra. Well done. How would you pronounce this? Is that backwards? No, I can see it. Um, Okay. Well, so I'll tell you how I think it's pronounced, but I'll tell you first how I would pronounce it. (laughs) Loughborough. But is it Lobra? No, it's Loughborough. Oh, damn it. Oh, it's Loughborough. Okay. (laughs) You're very close. Yeah. Yeah, I find it really funny how... I mean, you're you're just saying it how it's spelled, I guess. Yeah, I'm very anything with a in that way. Bur- burrow on on the end, you say burrow, but it's yeah. burrow for us. Yeah, and everything that ends in ham, I'm very much like horse ham, West Lewis ham. ham, Lewis ham, and it's I know West it's, Ham's fine. Yeah, I guess West Ham is fine, right? Um, full ham, full full ham, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But horse ham sounds really funny to me, so I refuse yeah, like to. <laughs> I've now started calling it horse ham. Yeah, thanks I to mean, you, why so. wouldn't you? Exactly. <laughs> it's a golden opportunity. <laughs> um, what are some other good ones? I mean, listening to you guys say in your accent, you know, like, cockily wobbly stop. <laughs> <laughs> Just like it sounds so nice, <laughs> still, even though it's like dick and balls. <laughs> There's a place called Wet Wang. Stop it! Where? Welcome to the village of Wet Wang. It's where? near North Dalton. Um, How far we're going? <laughs> Let's go to Wet Wang. And then Scratchy Bottom. And then Scratchy Bottom. Um, Oh, well, the best one, my favorite. Fingering ho. <laughs> no. Okay. That one's new. That one just, you guys renamed. It was probably called like Charing, Charing Bridge or something innocent. And someone's like, let's call this Fingering Ho. <laughs> oh, you dirty, dirty, dirty people. <laughs> we are, aren't we? Yep. It's really fun. I'm sure I can find a list of all the best ones. Bear with. We're going to go to Wet Wang, and I'm going to give it a 0 out of 10 stars because I saw no wangs, and it was very dry. <laughs> so It was the driest overall. wang I've ever seen, yep. and there wasn't even a monument that was phallus-shaped. Nope. Just really disappointing. Get it together, Wet Wang. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shitterton. <laughs> you can't even like say that in a way to make it sound it's you have to actually shitterton you have to yeah. really do the hard tease on that I suppose you could you could shitterton <laughs> that makes you sound 
Irish, Scottish, Shaturton. There's also a place called <laughs> Nether Wallop. <laughs> just make it, it's just noise now at this point. You're not even trying to say words. <laughs> Gobbledygook. Bitchfield. Is that where you're from? Ah. <laughs> uh, there's a place um, in mid Cornwall called, simply called Cox. <laughs> like, it's a little village, it's a pub, because that's the other thing is you're going to have, you know, Bitchfield, and then there's going to be the, like, the twat in or the, you know, dick slap and turtle pub (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's just gonna be you guys are gonna like we're gonna go to this place and cock (laughs) there was um there's a cock in on the way to lewis and yeah the cheese the cheese and the sorry go ahead yeah (laughs) yes tell the do it do you tell it (laughs) so i pulled into the car park and next to the pub which had a big sign called the cock in was a van with the cheese man. So it was the <laughs> cock in the cheese man. <laughs> you pulled into the cock in. <laughs> there's there's something there like pulled out of it. You, you pulled out you of pulled the cock in. The cock, cock in pulled in out. In the cheese man. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know why we haven't stopped there. The amount of times I've driven by that place, I really want to go. Can we yeah, go? Yeah, we should. Okay. Yeah. Is it nice? I don't know, actually. I've never been there. I've been to what? many uh, You said you pulled in. in. <laughs> yeah, I've been oh, to the a different. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Got it. <laughs> I mean, that is a common name, though, isn't it? Like the cock in or the cock yeah. in the hair. Cause cock obviously, and ball. Yep. The cock and ball. I mean, that one's intentional, right? <laughs> I don't know, actually. Because there, there a lot of them are kind of animal-based, like the white heart. Yeah. Which, which I guess isn't an animal, but isn't it like a deer or something? Yeah. Um, They tend to just repeat a lot of pub names. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like there's like so many white hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, or the king's head. Or... King's head, queen's head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things like that, yeah. Um, I think people just don't have an imagination, so keep using the uh, same ones. I mean, you can only come up with so many things before you start just doing nonsense, like whatever it was, wallop, nether wallop. I mean, that is, someone sneezed and they're like, that's a really good name. (laughs) (laughs) That's where that came from. (laughs) Oh, great. That's the name of this pub. (laughs) Oh, here's a list of some good ones. Um, Sluts Hole Lane. Oh. oh, okay. Like, I'm offended by that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, that feels like it's a little bit shamey. <laughs> titty Ho. Oh, Titty Ho. <laughs> yeah. East Midlands. Uh, Fanny Hands Lane. So... Vagina hands? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. But I mean, a lot of uh, women used to be called Fanny. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt, right? Exactly, yeah. 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 
I didn't know that's where that came from until I heard, I don't know, it was probably on a TV show. And I was like, is that the whole phrase? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Okay. Neither. I have neither in my family. (laughs) Uh, It's a place called uh, Crapstone. It's a real shithole. Stone (laughs) full of shit. (laughs) Uh, Sandy balls in the New Forest. Okay, wait. Sandy balls in the new forest. So, like, no sand is there because it's no. in a forest. Yeah. So, so it's it's a bit ironic, I guess. Like, if you, you're you going to get sandy balls while you're here, but no one really knows why. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a mystery. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's ridiculous. Uh, just some classic... Um, Irish, Fanny's Town. Uh, how do I pronounce this? Stranagal Willie. <laughs> um, Again, another noise with Willie at the end. <laughs> you guys uh, love genitalia, I have to say. We do, yeah. It's funny. Big fan. <laughs> we like toilet humor. Um, do you get this? Okay. Um, so Craven Muse is the signed, and then they someone graffitied John Round on it. John Craven Muse Round. No. I don't get it. Hmm. I don't either. Um, someone also it says shit umbrella on it. <laughs> <laughs> It's a for folks at home. It's a like a construction sign yeah, like a of a man, sign. yeah, like shoveling, and someone just wrote above the man "shit umbrella." <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you guys call shovels? <laughs> yes, shit umbrellas. Yeah, that, <laughs> that that tracks. <laughs> Here's another one called "cats" that someone graffitied "cats like plain crisps," and "plain" is underlined. <laughs> like thank you for the notice only get- <laughs> which is funny because lucy does like crisps but she likes the salt and vinegar kind oh well that's nice for her but yeah is that her preferred flavor yes but maybe british cats only like plain maybe uh we do only <laughs> like bland food so yeah it's true mm. you guys eat like the germans are still flying overhead like i <laughs> told you earlier we're all suffering from PTSD. It's it's inherited through our ancestors. <laughs> yeah, that generational trauma. <laughs> yeah. So we just eat Russian food. That's all we can deal with. You know what? Like dead serious. That might you might be onto something. <laughs> you might be onto maybe, something. Maybe that because of your grandparents' grandparents and how they had to live, they can c- continue because it's kind of like the depression. People who survived the Depression didn't like to throw things away, right? Mm. Because you didn't want to waste, and it's also like you don't know when you're going to need it. And then I think that habit gets passed down to people. And so that's, you know, you have your parents who can't get rid of anything, and it's like, Mom, you can probably throw away my spelling test that I missed two on in the (laughs) second grade. 
not the my mom, for example, but just generally speaking, because it's like we don't, we're not going to need that. We're not going to need that in the next war. It's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Would be good fire kindling. Paper. Yeah, I kindling. suppose <laughs> fire paper. Fire paper. <laughs> fire paper. You know what I mean. <laughs> any any other good ones? Um, I think we should start posting some of these ridiculous street signs and stuff yeah. on our Instagram just to show people what they're missing. <laughs> yeah, we should. Uh, minge Lane. Did I really? Minge. So minge explain lane. what minge is, like um, as a slang. <laughs> a minge is a vagina. So how many different slang do you guys have for a vagina? Oh, so many. So many. So many. Fanny, twat. Minge. The C word. The C word. Um, Which is cunt, by the way. Yes. <laughs> In case no one knew. <laughs> I was trying to be respectful. But okay. Not me. Never me. <laughs> um, uh, bush. Yes. Curtains. Oh, God. What? <laughs> Come on. Axe wound. Then ta- talk. Oh, yeah. Axe wound. Gash. <laughs> Taco. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, there's more. I know there's more. Oh, God. This is going to be a bit. We're just going to kind of continue, like, throughout these episodes, just start. I'm going to start making up some, like, <laughs> like you guys do. Um, ball grinder. <laughs> oh, God, I can't believe I said that. I'm horrible. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, ferret sleeve. <sighs> Is that a place you're reading or is that a name for China? Because <laughs> it could be both, maybe. It could, yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. So good. Oh, God. Hmm. <laughs> Vag. Pussy. Foof. Yeah. The basic ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what's interesting? How you guys call it Fanny. Fanny for us is like, I think, but right like yeah so but we like a fanny use, pack exactly but you guys call them a bum bag yeah <laughs> but <laughs> but we wear them on the front yeah but we call it a fanny pack and wear it yeah. on the front but oh god that's so confusing why <laughs> like you think we would call it a bum bag butt bag a butt bag a front bottom bag <laughs> <laughs> another word for vagina front bottom <laughs> so many good episode titles <laughs> can't wait to see what you come up with god it's gonna be a long list this week yep. <laughs> just on and on and on and on and on um i think that we have kind of a nice segue though in talking about kind of generational trauma <laughs> and carrying things down uh with the reddit post you wanted to share with me is that right oh, yes <laughs> Yeah, so I was uh, just, you know, going down a lovely little rabbit hole the other night mm-hmm. and I came across um, the Museum of Reddit, which is just like classic Reddit posts. I need to follow that subreddit because I feel like I'm missing out. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I came across it by going through the comments of something else. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I just found this one and I really wanted to share it with you because it made me lol. Um, and I think we've talked about before, like, 
stuff that happened in our family. So, like, mm-hmm. for example, my... Your dad was a hamster. My dad was a guinea pig, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, guinea um, pig, there we go. So this is one of these stories. My family poops big. Maybe it's genetic. <laughs> okay. That is quite the start. Yep. <laughs> quite an intro. Maybe it's genetic. Maybe it's our diet. But everyone births giant logs of crap. Jesus Christ. If anyone has laid a mega poop, you know that sometimes it won't flush. It lays across oh. the hole in the bottom of the bowl. And the vortex of draining water merely gives it a spin as it mocks you. <laughs> Growing up, this was, was a the wrong time and... to drink water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Growing up, this was a common enough occurrence that our family had a poop knife. It was a rusty old kitchen knife that hung on a nail in the laundry room, only to be used for that purpose. <laughs> It was it was normal to walk through the hallway and have someone call out, Hey, can you grab me the poop knife? I thought it was just standard bit of kit. You have your plunger, your toilet brush, and your poop knife. Fast forward to 22. It's been a day or two between poops and I'm over at my friend's house. My friend was the local dealer and he always had guests, in quote marks, mm-hmm. um, over because you can't buy weed without sitting on your ass and sampling it for an hour. I excuse myself and lay a gigantic turd. (laughs) I look down to see that it's a sideways one. So I crack the door and call out for my friend. He arrives and I ask him for his poop knife. (laughs) My what? He says. Your poop knife, I say. I need to use it, please. He says, what the fuck is a poop knife? (laughs) Obviously he has one, but maybe he calls it by a more delicate name. (laughs) (laughs) Turd. Turd slicer trying to come up with some (laughs) a fecal cleaver a dung divider oh they did it for me great (laughs) (laughs) i explain what it is um and why i want it and he starts giggling then laughing then lots of people start laughing and it turns out the music has stopped and everyone heard my pleas through the door Oh, it God. also turned out that none of them had poop knives. It was just my fucked up family with their <laughs> fucked up bowels. <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> I told this to my wife last night, who was amused and horrified at the same time. It turns yeah, out that she did not know what a poop knife was, and she had been using the old rusty knife hanging in the utility closet as a basic utility knife. <laughs> oh, Thankfully, God. she didn't cook with it, but she used it to open Amazon boxes, and she will now be getting her own <laughs> utility knife. Oh God! Oh my God! Like it. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of the friend, <laughs> and just be like, I, I don't know what my reaction would be. I would be rolling on the floor laughing. I I think I might actually die. I would die. I would die. Be dead. I would be dead. I'm not trying to be dramatic or anything. I think I would die. What, from laughter, disgust, or just I, general Shock? Confusion? Like, it, it, shock, I think. But I, it's so funny that 
two things because like we talked about kind of our own experiences and my family's was potato chips in the freezer, which feels like <laughs> real innocent and just boring compared to this. So yeah. yay, I guess. Um, and two, I actually, I, is this person based in the UK? Do you get a sense or the US? Do we know? Like, I don't know. I, I assume the US. Because it does seem like a very like US type of thing, but I have I think because heard they put poop. I feel like yeah, it's US because they say poo, poo and maybe not loo and stuff. But um, yeah, you're right. Okay, but I have heard from. I I'm trying to be nice here because I don't want to like shame anyone, but I heard a story <laughs> about a person that people I know in the UK know who actually did have to like get a knife and chop up their poo and this person (laughs) never yeah this person never lived it down like I heard this story so much and I'm just like do I know this person you might well I'll tell you about it off air (laughs) (laughs) but apparently this is an issue that plagues people wow yeah (laughs) at least this family and this one other person (laughs) I don't think I've ever had this problem not gonna lie can't say I have either. I never needed <laughs> to chop up my fecal matter. Nope. Nope. No. <laughs> oh God. That is a that is a beauty of one. Because you hear about like the weird shit people's families did that people realized was only in their family. Mm. And that one just it was like an extreme that also got aired in a way that is fucking hilarious not just to one person but an entire room of stoned people it sounds like oh it would have been so funny yeah yeah (laughs) well there you have it that's uh just a lovely little so generational trauma of the poo knife and now and the wife then using his his wife yeah basic needs and she's like this like whole time i've touched that thing your poop (laughs) oh my yes. God. Knife. I'm horrified, but also like delighted. I think it's a weird, <laughs> weird combination of feelings that really don't ever go together. <laughs> and I want to come up with like, I'm sure there's like a word for that in another language, but like, I just like de, de- horrified, horrified, horrified. I'm horrified. Thank you for sharing that one with me. <laughs> oh, you are quite welcome. I'm glad we invented a new word, or you invented a new word as well. Well, so, we probably can come up with something a little bit better as if we think about it. So let me know. <laughs> 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 On that note, um, I know we had some other things to discuss, but I feel like we've been chatting about literal shit for we have <laughs> enough yeah. that. Maybe we should move into our, am I the asshole? You know you are, baby. Oh, we reversed it. Do you see what we did there? Yeah, that's what we did there. <laughs> I like it better when you do it, though. All right, I've got two. I don't know which one to do. Both. We'll make it a double whammy. Okay, well, I'll do this one first because it's quite quick. And then if okay. we've got time, we'll do another one. Perfect. Am I the asshole? For thinking that marriage counselling is just my wife trying to break up with me through a proxy. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. 
I and my wife. Annoying start, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why did you write it like that? <laughs> uh, my wife and I, or me and my wife. Anyway, um, are obviously going through a less than awesome marital phase, and she suggested that we try couples counselling. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that it sounds absolutely horrible, I'm pretty sure there's zero point. My wife is pretty much perfect. She's smart, kind, funny, well-liked by everyone who meets her. She's a professionally successful doctor, and I'm an unemployed freelance photographer. Mm. I also have a slight drinking problem, which has thrown a metric <laughs> fuck ton of gasoline on our marriage. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that is some, like, self-awareness that is kind of impressive, but I suspect this person probably has very little insight otherwise. <laughs> Sorry, go on. (laughs) He goes on. So I really don't see how counselling will help because I think I'm too obviously the dead weight in our marriage and I feel like the counselling is only going to offer her an opportunity to break up with me via a third party, which kind of pisses me off as a concept. Fair. Am I the arsehole? I feel like what he's trying to say is maybe his wife actually doesn't know it yet or see things the way he's seeing it in that she could do so much better which is kind of sad um Mm. because maybe she truly like doesn't feel that way you know um and that this counselor is going to be like why are you still married to this person and she's going to be like oh my god you're right (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure that's not how couples counseling works though no but it is unfortunate that he like recognizes those things that things aren't great between the two of them she clearly wants to maybe try to do something to make it better Mm -hmm. and he's kind of like what's the point i'm a piece of shit you're gonna leave me and this is how you're gonna do it um when she she maybe wants to see if it can get better and so in that way uh, i kind of do think this person's an asshole and like you could just communicate that with your wife because it sounds like that's probably something you need to do better mm-hmm. maybe both of you and if you had just said you know I'm a little concerned that like the ultimate result is going to be you leaving me and this is going to be the conduit which isn't going to make me feel good so I'd rather just you do that now if that's kind of the end game and then she could be like I absolutely don't feel that way I actually want a professional to help us maybe try to figure this out and make it work um but you're not going to know if you're just not, if you're going to give up. Sounds like this person's giving up, not going to try anything and just make these assumptions. So yeah, like asshole, but I also think you might need some individual therapy. It sounds like you've got Mm. some self-esteem issues in addition to recognizing that maybe there's some aspects of your personality or behavior or um, I'll say habits, but maybe when you say slight alcohol problem, I'm wondering if it's bigger than that, uh, that you, you recognize you could maybe do some work on. What are your thoughts? Sound advice, Kate. Sound <laughs> advice. <laughs> but do you think this person's the asshole? Yes, I do. I agree that he's clearly got some self-esteem issues that he needs to work on. But his wife wanting counselling shows that she still cares and wants to invest and fix the relationship. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if she thought the drinking problem and the fact that you're jobless and what have you mm-hmm. were too much of an issue, she'd just end it. Mm-hmm. I don't think women are looking for help to break up a relationship. 
by going to counseling. I mean, she would just do it on her own, right? Like she would just go to counseling on her own to figure out the best way to do it rather than involve him. Yeah. Sorry, gone. And I think that he clearly could really benefit from it. Um, And I think it would really probably help having a third party help them with their marital issues and Mm -hmm. also his individual issues that he's clearly going through. Um, I think that would be very beneficial to both of them. So, yes, I think he's an arsehole for just assuming that it's all for a bad cause. I think it could only be beneficial, really. That's the hope, but the couple's counsellor needs to be pretty good at their job. And sometimes people do need to do individual work before they Mm. really do couples work, which is why I've, in my professional experience, I've seen lots of couples counselling efforts and records and stuff. And it's clear that, like, it's not going to be effective because of the other things that should be happening. Right. But the whole thing is that, that it both would help people be need to go into it. Yeah. With the view that they're both into it. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not going to fucking work, is it? Well, yeah. And that's the other thing is usually it's probably one person more than the other wanting to do it. And I actually wonder if this person maybe is a little bit like, therapy's dumb anyways um Mm. but if one person is more invested than the other it seems like that's probably not going to be effective either so no but he obviously cares about his wife he's you know described her as really successful and smart and funny basically me so yeah yeah exactly (laughs) so what's he got to lose i know i mean that would be my question i wonder what the comments say like do you want to stay married to your wife? Because it seems like you do, but then it also seems like you don't. Hmm. A little bit. Yeah. It's a bit poor me, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, woe is me. Woe is me. Um, hmm. So one of the best comments, I think, is someone saying, Hey, OP, another hubby here. Give it your best shot, dude. Go to counselling. Best case scenario, you keep your marriage and things become happy again. Worst case, you get some good insights on how to improve and she leaves you. Don't take the lowest option of ghosting your wife. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared. I'd even suggest you suggest you go double duty. Don't know what that is. Do, co- oh, do couples therapy and see a therapist yourself. Reason yes, being, what you talk <laughs> about individually, no one else can know. Yeah. You know, and the other thing could be he's the one who decides to leave because yeah. maybe something about the relationship is what makes him drink and feel unemployed and, like, mm. not motivated. Like, something – I mean, he could get some insights and be the one to decide to leave. And maybe yeah. he's also afraid of that. I don't know. People are really good at self-sabotage, though. Yeah. Very true. Sad. Mm. Well, we solved that one once again. Yep. Save the world, saved a marriage. You can, you know, send us your thanks and mm. gifts to talk shit to us at gmail.com. Yeah. Think of it as kind of like a wedding gift, but for us saving your marriage. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'd like a uh, toaster, you know. thank you. Yeah, I've you know, a blend jet would be really cool. Oh my god. <laughs> I hear they're awesome. They're portable and everything. Uh-huh. You're gonna and have soup in, in the forest. <laughs> Uh, well, that's a good one today, pal. That's good, yeah. I enjoyed myself very much. And it's been great catching up after our 
hiatus. Two week hiatus. I mean, to other people, there's not been a hiatus, but to mm-hmm. us, there has been, and it's been terrible. And I feel let's never do it again. Lost without you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I think that homework for you, mm. pending my trip, is to pick some of the best places that we talked about today to visit, I'm- so that we can document and rate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I might put together like a local road trip yes. to visit some, and we can and just take pictures with all of them ourselves describing things because it's going to be like there's a sign and a tree and it's raining and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding! It's way more excited. Didn't mean to talk shit about where you live. It's great. I love it. Yeah, thanks. Fine. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> Take it back. I didn't mean What's it. That? No. <laughs> well, you do that, and then next time you come here, I will take you to Butter Sculpture Land to yes. wipe your bread. Please. And then we'll go get, like, I don't know, fried candy bars dipped in marshmallow, rolled in a turkey leg on mm. a stick. And Just essentially try and bring on an early heart attack. Absolutely. Okay, cool. You're not going to be able to sit in the plane seat on the way back. You're going to have to buy two. (laughs) Fuck. That sounds expensive. (laughs) It will be. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you very much. All All right. right, Good chatting with you. And you. Let's speak soon, shall we? Okay. All righty. Bye. Titting ho. Bye-bye. Cockwallop. Cockwallop.